You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex. In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life. Whatever that looks like for you. (laughs) Hope y'all enjoy. Good work doesn't always speak for itself. We've all heard that closed mouths don't get fed. So in this episode, we're going to talk about how to stop waiting for things to happen to you so you can be your own biggest champion. Oh, that's a hell of an intro. I'm excited to talk about this episode. <laughs> Why is that? Because I feel like um, it's like a good fire starter, right? It's like, no, you need to step up for yourself. Kind of little little fire for me. I'm excited. Like a little coach's speech at the, you know, in the middle of a game when we down a little bit. It's like, now you got to like be your own champion. to my TED Talk. <laughs> um, well, that's interesting that you say that because um, – The reason why I thought about this as a topic or started writing this out is because a friend of mine recently kind of lit a fire for me just in kind of seeing how they were starting to move as well. Um, He he's in the arts and, you know, I noticed that he was doing a little bit more like work, work, like updating his website and talking about people he has meetings with, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, okay, you kind of turn it up Um, because I would I would say that this is an introverted person like a lot of artists are, or like, you know, kind of to themselves. And he was like, yeah, like I finally got like really just sick of being broke and sick of working alongside of or helping other people doing what they're doing. And like, maybe they're getting like seven K on this job and I'm helping them with like the lighting or something. And I'm only getting like 300. But meanwhile, like they don't even know what they're doing. I'm helping them the whole time. And he's like, you know, I'm just sick and tired of missing out or not having those opportunities when I know I'm so much better. And he's like, I'm realizing that a lot of these folks are getting those opportunities because they have a lot of followers or, you know, like they're they're talking about themselves and they're out here and, you know, playing that whole game of of not even just networking, but like, you know, playing that whole game of like actually putting their stuff out there. Um, And so he was like, yeah, I just I got sick of it. And lately I haven't been doing as much myself as far as like sales and, you know, just trying to be real extra and like send this email, talk to this person network. Sometimes like you do need a little break from all that, I think. Um, but seeing him do that and like, yo, your stuff is looking really good. Like he's starting to think like, Oh yeah, I do know this person who was a manager. I do know this other person, um, who could be a model for this or that. And like, just starting to put things more together. And when I was talking to him, I was like, Oh yeah, I just thought of, um, somebody that I hadn't talked to in a long time, but I know they have the connections that are good for me as well. Um, and I was like, let me hit him up because I haven't talked to him in a long time. So I hit, I hit a, a work colleague of mine up that I'd worked with in the past and was like, oh, let's get together for lunch. Like, are you free, you know, tomorrow or next week? And so like today I had just went on that lunch with him too. So, and I felt reinvigorated, like, okay. Um, and recently in the last week, like I was sending more, you know, more emails to people and just like straight up, um, you know, telling people what you want to do with them or for them or whatever it is. Um, because yeah, a lot of times it's not even, there's like levels to it, which we'll talk about, but it's not just about like not talking about yourself, but it's, you know, people don't know what you need, um, or don't know what you want to do or how you want to work with them or whatever, unless you do that for yourself or talk about it. Um, so today we want to just kind of talk about that, like kind of, how do you, need to get out of that shell to do what you need to do. Um, because like we said in the intro, closed mouths don't get fed, but self promo and, you know, talking about things, there's definitely ways to do it that don't have to feel weird, but it feels weird for a lot of people. Yeah. Like I feel like any type of um, self promotion for whatever reasons we're socialized, like 
as like people of color, black people, brown people, women, like don't be too loud, too confident, too, you know, boisterous. It's a sin to brag and, and be all that. And it puts us in these situations where, you know, people don't actually know what we do or how good we are. And it's so interesting that you say that because that's something that I struggle with a lot in business school because business school is like eat or be eaten. It's like be you got to be a shark, you know, when you're going for these jobs and these things. And it's like I learned a lot about how it's actually just part of the business to learn to speak about yourself and to ask for what you want. And it's so funny because um, I'm excited we're talking about this because I kind of struggle sometimes articulating what it is that I want from people. And I'm kind of sitting with what, you know, why that is. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, what, what that fee, what, what fear is keeping me from like what possibilities I mentioned on a couple, like a couple episodes ago that I have a goal for whole butters. I'm trying to sell 250 in a month. So I looked back at my sales and I've sold like 80 in a month. That's been mm-hmm. my biggest month so far. And I'm like, okay, but what am I doing to actually like get me there? So I'm going to use this episode and this week as a challenge for me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Um, and then with you having that and your your the other work that you do as well, um, and with me and Cap Social, like we'll try to give like some kind of just ways that we can incorporate this for us as well. But what are some of the reasons that we hold back? Like you already just mentioned a couple. Um, I heard you already say fear, and we know we've talked about this before. Like the fear fear of failure, success, fear of like just you know looking dumb or like I th- I would say really like fear of rejection. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sending out something and telling people like, hey, I'm I'm doing this or I'm selling this or whatever. And then being like, yeah, I'm good. You know, maybe there, there's fear in like us putting ourselves out there because we don't want to feel rejected. One million percent. I think that that's probably the bulk of it. Um, also, a lot of self-doubt because putting yourself out there opens you up. So if you are struggling with imposter syndrome or whatever personal things you got going on inside of you, that can keep you from reaching out to those things. Mm hmm. Um, another thing, uh, for sure is like, sometimes you just don't want to look lame for like promoting yourself in that way. Um, which I think was the case. One of the cases, like with my friend, like, you know, when you see people, it's like, all they're doing is like talking about their stuff after a while. It's kind of like, all right, like it's it, and it can be done in a weird way that makes you not really get into it. But also like (laughs) what you really notice is that people who are really always putting themselves out there, like everybody really is like, Oh cool. Or they're resharing it or whatever. Um, but it is very real that you may feel like, "Eh, I don't want to be that person or like you, you're kind of judging like the type of person who puts their stuff out there like that. And you don't want to be in that category. Mm -hmm. I know that I've like thought about that before. Like, man, I feel whack. Keep on sharing this stuff. Mm -hmm. And like, and yeah, you got to let that shit go. Um, another one is that people don't want to do the work. It actually takes a lot of work to put yourself out there, to create the content, to do that. And, I think for various reasons, um, you know, sometimes that's the barrier. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want to be consistent. It takes a lot to do that and be consistent with it. And that you might not, you don't, sometimes people don't want to do the work that they may get. Like mm. you're putting stuff out there and you may, if you were to get like five new clients or five people who are like, okay, I want to do this or that. Then it's like, dang, I actually don't want to do all that. <laughs> so sometimes I think people like being in a certain space and they don't necessarily want more business or maybe that's why we don't, we're not always on with like sales are always on talking about our stuff um, until it's like, oh shoot, I need it now. And mm-hmm. then you start feeling the need to do so. Mm-hmm. Another one, especially I think for really talented and creative people is like, they feel like people should just see them and know that they already mm-hmm. got it. You know what I mean? And, and trust that they are a great resource for X, Y, and Z, just because you, you produce such high quality work or you are that creative or you do have this great vision, but it's not always that easy to see. People aren't mind readers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you think they can see it, but 
they have no idea that you exist. Um, and then lastly is some people might just not know how to put themselves out there. Like you might not know where to start with um, talking about the work you're doing, what you want to get done, your skills, whatever it may be. Um, and that's definitely something to look into as well. Mm-hmm. And so <coughs> if those are the, some of the things that hold us back and hold probably I would say the majority of people back, then who do all these opportunities and things go to? Um, well, for sure. I would say that it's not always the best people. However, it is two things in my book. It's one, the people or the businesses that other people see. So there's a reason why, like, there's commercials. There's a reason why there are ads. There's a reason why Meta has switched to it's all you see is sponsored posts and ads in your Instagram feed. Um, commercials, et cetera, like, those exist for a reason because they do actually work. When you see products, brands, people in front of you, Yes, like you're registering that and it is not always saying like that's who's always going to get your business, but the people you see are the people where maybe somebody else mentions that name later. It's like, oh, I've seen that. And that's already like points ahead of, of what you may have. And if you think about it, when you're at the store, it's like, why you buy Tide detergent over this other one? Because you've seen it. <coughs> Brand recognition. Um, you've seen the commercials. You, And then the next part is like things that are co-signed. Like you trust something more if somebody around you or... Um, somebody that you know kind of was like, oh, no, that's the best brand to get or that's the thing to do or, oh, he's a great person for X, Y, and Z. So people who like win awards or people who are co-signed by others tend to garner much more trust when it comes to projects. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I mean, if you um, see a show just won like an Emmy, you might be more likely, oh, yeah, let me check that out because you're seeing that it's getting something. Or if a celebrity... Um, what is Drake and his like stakes and talking about betting, which we can't even do here. That's a Canadian thing. But um, when you see a, a celebrity, even if they may just be eating, oh, Dave's hot chicken. He, he does that. Like if he had a Dave's hot chicken sandwich, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, shoot. If you're in Uber Eats next time, you see Dave's hot chicken versus some other hot chicken spot, you might get that. Um, so that actually like really does work. And in the business world, that cosign can look like um, the clients you've worked with or it can look like other people who have worked with you, et cetera. Um, and just having that can is what's helpful in uh, people seeing you and wanting to work with you. So being seen and being co-signed, um, how have those applied to you? Or would you say those have applied to you as big factors? And like, what's some examples of that in oh. your own work? Oh, my God. Yeah, those are the two biggest ones. I think one thing I struggle about when it comes to promoting myself is I've had so many people see my work and co-sign and I've gotten all my stuff from word of mouth. So sometimes I rest on my laurels when it comes to promoting because all of my clients have came from word of mouth through things that I've done. So for example, um, after I graduated, graduated business school, I started holistically dope, which is self-care programming, um, and education for K through 12, for leadership teams, for executives, etc. But, um, I was actually, running a girls program at a school because I had gotten a grant and they saw me doing that. And they were like, oh, can you teach that stuff to us as adults? And then I did one school and then I got word of mouth and got co-signed. So then I was teaching other people in the district and that district led to another district and that led to, you know, a company. And then I had some people from USC who I went to class with were like, oh, you're doing this cool stuff. Come to my company. So all of my like things have been people co-signing my work, mm -hmm. like all of my like um, opportunities. Mm hmm. Um, for me, I would say that, um, being co-signed is probably like what really helped me take off with my business in 2000. 
2012 um, because like my first client that I had before I actually started a business um, was a realtor. And after we did some social media stuff that sold like a million something dollar house, like he just started like talking to all his people. And he was pretty much like a a cornerstone person of that community. Um, He was like a a rich guy. Like he knew lots of folks who who were in renovation or business owners, et cetera. And like, he really just started talking about me to other people, um, which is really what got me in with a lot of folks. Um, Then starting to speak and then you can build off, build off, build off for that. There's lots of times where um, being co-signed by folks has, uh, led me to other opportunities, but also with being seen, um, it kind of, they work hand in hand because I, a lot of my work are like the deliverables and deliverables are visual. And so of course, like the more we put that stuff out, make your case studies, um, other people who are maybe at an event or a part of something, them seeing that, um, has, is also very helpful in them being like, oh yeah, this is legit work. And then they continue to, um, kind of help you build your confidence there as well. So definitely lots of examples actually for both of those, but those are the two biggest ways that you are gaining credibility. Um, but to gain credibility, to be seen and to be co-signed, you have to be having something going out, uh, for them to be able to do so. So you can have, um, great work you can be doing the best but if nobody's really seeing it and if nobody's like kind of co-signing it for you then it doesn't really matter like that's not how you're really going to get your opportunities and keep in mind that we're also we're not saying like oh it don't matter if you're talented or not because it does it's just that you still need to be talented and have those things so after you're seen co-signed and that's going on consistently you still have to stay relevant. You still have to be bringing value and actually be good at what you do um, to continue that momentum. So we see a lot of people who can get big or whatever, and then they might fizzle out or just, you know, goes away because they're not keeping up with what they're supposed to do or whatever. They're letting people down. But if you're good, then you remember you have to have those other two things. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah, I've seen a bunch of those social media people blow up on some shifts and other stuff and mm-hmm. then fall apart because they're not good people or they're not providing quality products. So, again, first be good at what you're doing and, and be a good person, because that's a good um, point, too, is that <laughs> that chef like <laughs> you can go viral or you can have people rocking with you, et cetera. Um, but keep in mind also the more eyes that's on you the more that you're being analyzed or people are sometimes even looking for something to like drag you down with but don't make that easy for them and don't be a bad person and don't be doing things that are going to jeopardize that as well so with that you do want to be thoughtful about um all of your moves right like everything has to make sense so that when that spotlight is on you or when you have a time to talk about yourself um, on a big stage or to whoever that there's not other things behind that that can jeopardize it Yeah, because that would be hell to build an empire and then watch it come crumbling down because you're not a good Mm -hmm. person. Okay, so you are skilled at what you're doing. You've been working on that. You, you know, have maybe built up a little bit of clientele, but you're struggling to really get yourself out there. Like what does championing yourself really look like? Like what Mm -hmm. are those next, what does that look like? I would say the biggest thing with championing yourself is confidence, even if you kind of have to fake that, right? So here's a a few things that you can think about um, in your habits and things that you can do. The first thing I would say is don't, don't be Hollywood on social. So if you're, and this is for the folks who like, 
maybe have a few thousand followers or something and you feel if you feel like oh people should see what I'm doing they should know that I'm good or you know I'm putting posts out like obviously I'm good at what I do um that's cool but still pay attention to like who's following you follow people back like respond to them that was the funniest thing is that my friend was like yeah all of a sudden I I noticed like all the all the photographers and different people that were following me and you know for a while it's like he's like yeah I'm following them back I'm loling on all they shit now like (laughs) like and I'm like yeah it's different like you don't have to be jigging and dancing but like allow people in like you're kind of you don't have to be that person who's like oh yeah I don't gotta follow you back because I don't know you like cool you don't but for some people it might make sense and you never know like theory of weak ties it's it's not even the people next to you that are giving you opportunities it's them being like oh yeah I got this other guy who needs something um so he's like yeah I actually start following people back um I watch their stories I kind of do replies because quite frankly even though it's not really deep and like that don't mean y'all really friends friends there is for sure you can't deny that there's a certain like rapport you can kind of build with people just off social that you never met um and people start to kind of feel like they know who you are and they'll rep for you and they might bring you up for something um on a project I did recently there was like four people there who knew Damo who knew my friend and we've had him on the podcast and I was like dang everybody knows Damo and it's just funny because they're like all people kind of in the same industry, but they don't know him for real. But because like, he's always like, oh, yeah, good lighting. Or they like look at each other's projects and stuff. You know, it's like, OK, they're all in a network where they would feel comfortable giving each other opportunities or talking about work, et cetera, et cetera. So take some time to actually use social media to actually be social. Um, you don't have to be that standoff guy who's like mysterious and stuff all the time. Yeah, man, be yourself in <laughs> whatever level on social like works. You don't have to be cool, and it's okay to, you know, have more like be following more people, you know, in a moment. But on top of that, you mentioned the theory of weak ties, and that made me think about like all my people at USC and in in my other networks. And so I would say another big thing of championing yourself is to make sure you're checking in with people. Like you had lunch with your, you know, co not coworker, but someone who's in your field. Like make sure you're tapping in with folks, sending emails, seeing what's how, how they're doing and going on, not always asking for things, but just checking in because you never know, you know, what, what those relationships relationships could lead to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just catching up. And Damo is real good for that, too, um, as far as just like, hey, let's go get tea, let's catch up. And then you just see what's going on from there. Um, really, it's just about kind of reminding people of your personality and what you do. And then now they're thinking about you like, oh, yeah, well, maybe this or maybe that. excuse me so it's not about necessarily asking for something very specific all the time um another thing as well is being confident in yourself and your work um actually I noticed this yet maybe yesterday or the other day that I did and somebody and it's somebody I kind of work with um one of our partner um agencies and they said something about like um man that client they really they really seem to like you and and my first instinct is to be like "Mm, I mean I don't really like like the person necessarily like that it's just you know work or whatever but also I thought about it later and I was like you know what like okay I try to be likable to my clients like like it's okay to live in that and or if people compliment you or like wow that's a great painting yes I spent a lot of years like learning how to do this like I'm really into this or you know being enthusiastic and not kind of downing yourself you know we've talked about that in past episodes about like when you get compliments mm-hmm. um how often we're like haha oh, it's just it's nothing but like be just confident in what you do and, and how things are like if um somebody sees one of, or gets one of Carly's products and is like wow this smells really good I love how this consistency feels 
Um, then she should be like, yes, thank you. Like I've been working on the formula, you know, like be proud and live into that instead of feeling like you got to lower yourself, which we do sometimes. Absolutely. Like shirking compliments and things. And I noticed that with my customers, when it comes to products and stuff, like they have more confidence, the more confidence I have in the thing. Mm-hmm. Like they, they're like, oh man, she, she did 18 formulas. Like, okay, I really like this thing. It's like, you know, you show people a little bit of work that they would never know when behind it. And they, they kind of dig it more. They like the story. They like those things. Mm-hmm. And on that same note, like just post your content. Like, stop hesitating about, like, putting that post up. Stop trying to make the caption the perfect copy. Stop, you know, doing those and just, like, post stuff. Like, try different ways of content. Figure out what feels right and authentic to you. And then put it out. And I would also add to that, um, which is something I've been trying to do more of, is create more and consume less. So instead of, like, just looking at, you know, other people's stuff and trying to see how I can make myself perfect, just keep posting and see kind of what works for me. And not focusing on the reception of the post, like looking at the likes and looking at the comments and the engagement and stuff, which is cool and make sure you reply to those. But like, just know if you're putting good stuff out there, like people will find it. It will happen. You're just putting the energy out there. I saw something the other day that a dude got a record deal off of a song he posted on Twitter mm-hmm. from his SoundCloud like two years ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He forgot about be that taking shit. taking a minute to the pop. Bro. Do you know, I'm sorry, I cut you off in the middle of your story, but you know most of the songs that are hyped now on the radio or in pop culture, like even like Glorilla's last song, like these are things that have been made years ago. And then it just so happened like something pops and then all of a sudden, boom. Like this stuff is not new. But if you're not posting, shit can't pop. It can't pop if it's not out there. So, like, put it out there. Not saying you shouldn't haphazardly just throw things out there. Maybe sometimes. But, like, don't wait for stuff to be perfect because then you're going to be waiting forever. Yeah, I do that, too. Like, I don't – I end up posting, I think, last year, maybe six posts in the whole year. And it's, like, nowadays, too, the way Instagram's set up, it just – it be feeling like ain't nothing good enough to really post for real. Um, I will have stuff in my drafts and, like, I don't know what to caption this. I don't – the more you know how the more you look at a picture, you be like, this shit getting uglier, My uglier. The more you look small. at it, yeah, you be like, I don't know, nah, this one ain't gonna hit. Like, and it's it's kind of sad that it's gotten to that because I was telling uh, my friend earlier at lunch, I was like, man, I kind of wish we would just go back to the days where like people would just take a random picture of their shoe and be like, I'm out stepping out today. Like <laughs> the stuff that we used to be like, this shit annoying, but now it's like, man, just bring back real stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But also, one thing I like that you said is like figure out what type of content works for you because content creation is a full time job now. Like between the reels and all the things you can be doing, it's it's a lot, and you may not need to do all that, and you may not want to do all that, but you can. For example, if you if you create stuff or build stuff or make stuff, you can set up your um, phone and do like a, a time lapse of you painting something or um, you can at least put in your stories. Like sometimes back in the day, like I used to always like show my laptop and like we out here working or doing whatever, like just a little something because it to you, it may feel corny and like self promo to others. It's like they don't even have no clue what you're doing, like no clue. Um what you're working on, what you may be doing, unless you just kind of show some things to like maybe make them think of something or jog their memory. Mm -hmm. And that's so important. And I, it's funny that you say that because people don't know really what I do. Like they know I have body butters. They know I'll be working out and training people sometimes, but they don't really know about the programming side of my business. And so I've actually been doing a lot of brainstorming on what that looks like to actually showcase that in content and make Mm -hmm. it bite size. Like how can I make someone who doesn't know me or, but follows me or sees me or something, understand what it is that I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it, we always think it's clear and it's, it's really never clear. 
Um, yeah, there's lots of people. Like, really, I can look at their thing, and it's like, oh, they, you could tell they're cool. Like, oh, man, they're in a different city every week or whatever. And it's like, they live in a cool life. But, like, really, it's like, I don't have no clue what they do. Um, which kind of goes into the next one is being direct about your needs. And with that, there's also the the issue that because we we put up, you know, the fire photos or us having fun or whatever, a lot of times people are like, don't think that you need anything or they're not even thinking like you're good. I remember what I say one time I said, I said something about wanting or needing something and people are like, ha ha, now you got it. And it's like, I'm actually asking like for the thing, <laughs> like I actually need some help. And it's, it's kind of sucks that like people kind of assume like, Oh yeah, you good. You popping, you booming. Or like people will send DMS or something sometimes like, Oh, you're doing so great. And, and it's like, I mean, I am doing great, but like, you don't really know anything. So if my friend also was noticing this too. And it's like, you know what? I noticed like, I never actually state like I have stuff for sale or mm-hmm. state like I want to do this. Like who can hire me for X, Y, Z. Um, and I'm like, yeah, like we have to say that sometimes you need to be like, Hey, I'm looking for more clients who are interested in X, Y, Z, like straight up. And then it's interesting too, because people actually like to help and like mm-hmm. to refer and all of those things, but they may not just be thinking about that out of nowhere or a lot of times, and you probably might see this too, is like people try to like be like, oh, I got somebody, you know, good for you. And it's like, they don't have nothing to really do with what you do. Um, so be clear and talk about what you need and actually say what you need if you need something. And I think that's the probably one of the hardest parts of all this is you have to figure out what you need and then actually say it. So what? So mm-hmm. really spend some time figuring out what it is. It's okay if, if you get the thing and you're like, I actually don't like this type of projects. Okay, now I know it's not that. You know, it's trial and error. You try new things, but... Spend some time to figure out what exactly it is that you need so then you can ask people. Because um, any type of business conversation or meeting or lunch like always ends with, okay, well, let me know how I can help you. And I'm always like, yeah, I will. Never do mm-hmm. because I don't know what to say. And, yeah, and for stuff like that, it's like, all right, have your have your, what you need already ready. Especially, like, if you know you have a meeting with somebody too, um, it's good to already think ahead of time because it, sometimes it may be just like, oh, well, if you know any – um, stores that are have product that they might want to buy in bulk, like let me know what that is. Or if you know any person who uh, could be a champion for my product, or it could be straight up like, well, actually, like if you need this or whatever, but like there's always something. It doesn't have to be that deep. Um, and sometimes the best thing to ask for is just like connections to other people. So, yeah, that's that is important. Um, I've, I've done that a lot too, where it's just like, oh, okay. And sometimes it's like, I just, went into it not even knowing what I'm really trying to do and sometimes the conversation makes it more clear but I think it is good to have your needs like ready to go so you know Mm -hmm. because you get what you ask for Mm -hmm. so whenever you do figure out what you need and you start putting yourself out there more and you start championing yourself. Oh, I said it right that time. Um, mm-hmm. Something you'll notice is that you'll get more opportunities because you're walking in confidence. You're clear. You have a lot of clarity about what you want. People know mm-hmm. what, what it is that you do. You're putting yourself out there. Like you'll start to notice those opportunities rolling. And in. you're more vulnerable to actually talk about that you need them. And so people, oh yeah, I got you on this or that. Like you have to be vulnerable. Otherwise they don't know. You also can get an expanding network. So the easiest thing to do is like if you're championing yourself, that means you're probably um, like my friend said, LOL and a little bit more other people or talking to folks a little bit more. Um, 
And now your network is kind of expanding to where there are people who might be uh, a shorter, kind of a shorter journey to get to a sale or get to whatever it is you're looking for. Um, If you're championing yourself and you're putting yourself out there more, you should be expanding your network because you're connecting with different folks who may uh, have what you need or have more conversations with people about what you do, et cetera. So that's a really good thing, too, because, again, you never know. It could be immediate or it could be down the line that somebody who's connected to you um, can really change your life. I like thinking about it in the time of like deposits, like every time you work to build yourself up to expand your network, every time you check in on somebody and, you know, really do that, you're putting these deposits and they are, they will pay dividends. You never know when you don't know how, but just know that the work that you're putting out there leads to all of this. And then as it starts to build, like you'll feel yourself get more confident. Mm -hmm. You'll be more secure in actually being a champion of yourself and asking for what you want. And the universe will reciprocate that energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The more you talk to people about what you're doing, Um, the more confident you get in continuing to do that. Um, My personal journey with that, I would say, is that as I start to work with maybe bigger clients or do certain projects, it's like, oh, yeah, we really can, like, can do this. Because, you know, you doubt yourself in general. Like, if there's certain opportunities, like, I'm not really ready for that or whatever. But it's like, actually, like, now I got to the point where I'm like, oh, I actually – I'm ready to do like other things, bigger things. And then it's a matter of like, all right, I need to tighten up. Like, how do I talk about this or whatever? Once you know how to talk about it, once you know, like, oh, we do this or like exactly what the service is, whatever, all of that makes it super easy. Now, when you talk to people now, it's like, oh yeah, we just did this with this person working on this or that. I need, I need more of this. Um, and it's just easier conversation because it's much more clear and you have the confidence. Um, and then as you keep doing projects, keep being seen, co-signed, et cetera, that really just snowballs. And then it frees up a lot of space for you to work on other creative things, to expand what you want to do, to experience more things and for more abundance. So you're not operating from a place of like lack or need. Mm-hmm. And one thing I, I saw was like, if you don't champion yourself, that's really you not respecting your own needs. You're not, you're acting like you don't need a thing, which we kind of do often, like even in different areas of our life in love and whatever else, like you kind of, like, oh, I'm not going to say nothing or whatever. Mm. But like, if you don't say anything, nobody else is going to say it. Nobody else is about to be out here putting up your website. Oh, check this man's stuff out. Like, it's just not really going to happen. And so you have to do that for yourself. Speak up for what you want and for what you know you can do. And then you got to just do that. So, um, Hopefully that is helpful for somebody else. Like if if there's something you're trying to get into or if you're trying to expand in any way, you got to start chatting it up. You got to start networking. You got to start thinking about like, all right, what can I do? Even if it's super small um, to move forward. Um, So to wrap up the episode, Carly, what are maybe some things that you feel like you could maybe do? It's like a super low lift. Like, you know, maybe I could start doing this or whatever as a way to champion yourself. Um, the first one is, and I've been thinking about this a lot, but um, content creation, just being consistent. Mm-hmm. I was going to give myself a challenge like every day for the next 30 days. Put something up, girl. It don't matter. Just post something like you have to start doing that and being more consistent. Um, also, uh, I actually asked one of my friends, but I'm going to start reaching out to a few more people to know if to see if they know any product PR people, because I'm mm-hmm. trying to get on some gift guides for the holidays. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Um But I think the biggest part is just me being consistent with my own content creation. Like everything starts here. So if I start doing that, then I think it becomes more clear other Mm -hmm. things. What about you? Yeah. And uh, hold on. But I want to talk about that again, because Mm -hmm. something I just thought of while you were talking is a also I've I've tried to do that where it's like, all right, I'm going to do something every day. (laughs) And then it's like by day two, I'm like, yeah, that's (laughs) that's, uh, pack that up. 
Um, so also, I don't know, like, I feel like sometimes that could be a lot of pressure too. Um, and maybe also think about like, it might not always have to be OD, like a reel or something on Instagram. Sometimes even just tweeting, like, Mm -hmm. you know, a quick tweet, like words are are easy or something. So sometimes it's like, you do got to make that a little lower. They can feel overwhelming. But one thing I thought about while you were talking too is a good thing for you, since it's a product based is also, um, you could hit up your people, people, because a lot of the customers might be people you know since you just started, and hitting people up and being like, hey, can you post, um, take a picture of your butter and put it on your story? Like, just that simple, because I'm like, oh, yeah, that's not hard. Just be like, click and, you know, tag you or something like that and try to, like, have different people doing different things um, that are super, super low lift for them, but it takes it away from you because as Mm -hmm. a product, really our goal is, like, how do I get everybody else talking about me? Mm-hmm. And it's not like, I'm just like, hey, get this. Hey, get the old butters, um, which you got to do too, for sure. But like you can, how can you best leverage other people who already are supporting? So on that note, <laughs> actually something I have done for myself. So shout out to me is um, I have, I launched, so two things. One is I launched a loyalty program. So you sure did. Cause I got the email. Maybe. Like, they already got 10,000 points. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you know, you get $5 for signing up. So go ahead and go sign up for that. Oh. $5 off. If oh. you sign up for the oh. thing, yeah, it comes 500 points. You got to well, go you sign up. Well, you giving me some sometimes. So that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, sign up. But then, so that's one thing. Because I want to reward people who have been buying consistently. You know, I, I appreciate mm-hmm. that. So make people feel valued. That's one. Two is I have some homies, H-E-A-U-X-M-I-E-S, homies, mm-hmm. that are people who that's buy. That's funny. Um, and then I was like, yo, in exchange for some butter, like, can you send me some content? Because, like, I don't want to be the face of it necessarily. Mm-hmm. You know, and I want other people, different shades, shapes. I asked some men to do it, you know, different mm-hmm. things to also get it out there. So I have some homies uh, getting set up to send me some content, too. We should be hoes and homies. Oh, I like that. Because okay. I was like, why don't you just say hoes? But that might, you might be like, oh, I ain't trying to be like the hoes. But, nah, but all homies people is, would like to be hoes, too. Homies is, is smooth, though. But then it makes you think, like, okay, you can have the girls and the guys. Okay. Mm-hmm. But that sounds good, and that's great. Um, what was the question? How are, how are we doing it? Uh-huh. Um, Some low-level things. I think what I'm going to try to do, I, but I've tried this before. I don't know. I just, I do things like, I just don't stick to it. But um, is I have my notebook now, and so every other day, like, every day or or when I'm kind of focused on biz dev stuff just writing down like what's a couple names people I need to just you know hey how you doing type thing like Mm -hmm. it don't even really have to be about work but there's quite a few folks into what we were saying earlier um a lot of like real like actual I wouldn't say like they're friends friends but we're connected enough through like mutuals or school or whatever Mm -hmm. um to where it's like damn I see you over there doing a whole like Nike production or I see you know like our friends now are doing big things and it's like okay let me actually connect with folks to be like what are you working on and understanding what they're doing and let them actually learn about what I'm doing as well um or like I did today where it's just like all right let's get together real quick but I want to try to just like reach out a little bit more on just some staying connected and what's new with you type thing. Um, so I can even remember and recognize people in my networks because between LinkedIn, Instagram and Twitter, like I'm connected to a lot of people that are like whether they can do something with me or whether they know or they work for or whatever. There's just a lot of possibility in just staying connected um, and having those conversations. So that's what my plan is um, on the low lift as far as like relationship building. Yeah, and I was going to say maybe to make it easier, and I don't know what you did in the past, but, like, you know, you have your little notebook, mm-hmm. you're writing down stuff, you know, your little Blue's Clues notebook. But then mm-hmm. um, maybe on Fridays in the morning, maybe you spend 15 minutes every Friday mm-hmm. morning, so you send two, three emails, whatever you get through in your 15 minutes, put it on your calendar. Yeah, and then I used to back in the day on my whiteboard, it just said names, and I just had some <laughs> names of people that, 
But at that time, I think it was like, you know, like my best friend who's like your best friend from like college, but like do I, how often do I really talk to them? Maybe like twice a year or something. Um, and just like maybe family members that's like, I should, I just feel so bad sometimes. Like I should talk to some people more because I just don't, I'm not, I'm just not a very chatty all the time person with folks, but I realized like, man, so much time goes by that I'm not connecting with certain people. Um, so I tried to do that before. Um, I don't know why it's so hard for me to stick to like little times of doing stuff, but to your point, yeah, like that's what I want to do is just, let me just try to send out at least a couple things, text, email, whatever, um, every other day and, and move forward like that. Um, and that also reminds me, I don't know what podcast it was on. But I recently was listening to one of the podcasts. It probably was Lewis Joint. Um, but there, he was talking to a guy. The guest, the guest was talking about how relationships. It was about viewing relationships as currency, more of currency. Mm-hmm. And what he was saying, and I was like, oh shoot. He was like, and he's already he literally is wealthy too, though. So that's always the funny part. But he was like, he's like, yeah, I'm not really into like the money as much. He was like, what I strive for and a goal is like hey if I had nothing do I have people who like I would be good like there are people I have people who would champion and be like oh no don't worry about it. like we got you because of how he's affected their life or worked with them or is close to them it's like so think about that too like if everything was gone like today like could you call somebody to be like hey like could you call 20 people and get a hundred dollars or could you have somewhere where you'd be like, you know what, can I go stay in that guest room for a couple of months or like whatever, right? And like he talked about like how that's really what you should be building up is mm. like those relationships in a way where you're good regardless. Um, and I started thinking about that. I was like, dang, I guess that is true. And I asked some of my friends um, and they were like, yeah, you're going to be good. If, if I make it, you're going to be good. Because, you know, like I was ideating with folks and helping them out and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, cool. So I, yeah, bro, you'll be I know good. I might have some people. I would have some people, but I got to wait for them to pop first. Um, <laughs> Me included. Right. I was like, I was like, once they pop, then yeah, maybe. But even I thought about that, how like it was a few years ago where I was like really, really down. Um, I forgot what had happened. I think I had, like, one of my biggest clients, there was something going on with their system, and, like, I wasn't getting my check for, like, months, like, later than I was supposed to, and it really messed me up, which obviously made me realize, like, okay, I need to always have more stuff going on, but B, it was, like, who could I call, like, who can help me out, um, who could loan me something or whatever, and it really brought that kind of to me, where I'm, like, okay, I did have a couple people, but, like, even now, it's, like, okay, if I, if I really need a help, like, can I call people? Um, and I think that's super, super important and something to think about. And like, those are the people that you really need to make sure you're being there for, that you're talking to, et cetera, et cetera. So that's kind of a random nugget, but just something that it did make me go like, Hmm, like, I guess, you know, really that is what you should strive for, that you would be good because of the people in your life. Yeah. Those are the and most important relationships and often the ones we put on the back burner because we feel like they're just there and it just is. But even those like require maintenance and, you Mm -hmm. know, deposits and stuff. So make sure you're doing that. Hit us at Carly's couch this week and let us know one. I want to hear the answer to that question. So do you feel like you got people who would, you know, hold you down if you didn't have anything or were struggling, but also I want to hear what you need. Like, I want you to be able to articulate, like, what is something that you need and how are you working on better championing yourself for it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was going to say, um, Similar to what you're saying, like, in your stories, you can talk about, like, just do something that's like, yo, I do this, or I sell this, or I'm looking for more, whatever, and tag us, and, you know, just practice, just try to just throw something out there real quick. Even if it's um, just, like, create mode and a black background into some words, Boom. like, it don't got to be that deep, um, or it can be. Um, but try that practice set this week, and then try to make it a goal to, like, at least every so often, you know, just straight up 
assessing what you actually need and like throwing that out there. I said, because we're going to share them all anyway. So you never know what you could find, what you need. Right. That's true. <laughs> um, no shout out this week. I don't think you got anything. Um, yeah, because that's going to be passed by the time we do this. So I'm not going to shout that out. So question of the week. Uh, Carly, what is the most amazing place in nature that you've been? Yo, hands down. Fos de Iguazu or Iguazu Falls in Argentina and Brazil. It's a rainforest that like goes into both countries. It looks unreal. Like if you mm-hmm. Google it, like Iguazu is I-G-U-A-Z-A or you, sorry. But Iguazu, it is so beautiful. I swear to God, there were two rainbows. We were surrounded by waterfalls and all these birds and beautiful trees. The weather was superb. Like mm-hmm. I just, I was like, yo, this feels like the land before time. Like before humans started ruining everything. Oh, peaceful too. Oh my God. And then- we actually got to go onto the little rivers and go under a waterfall. And I just felt like, yo, this is, I'm getting refreshed right now. My soul feels refreshed. <laughs> so go there for sure. It is fire. And I know a great um, travel agent, like who, like who specifically is from the area and like deals with that. Mm. What about you? Uh, look, I'm, I'm running through places I've been and I'm like, I don't know which one would be the most amazing, the most amazing one of the most amazing. I know. And, and I got a sidebar after I answer this too. Um, I would say one of the most amazing would be. Um, uh, I guess I'm going to go with uh, Puerto Rico. I don't know which I don't know which place I was in, though, but I was in like a rainforest um, and probably kind of similar. Like it just had all the animals that all the lushness of all the plants, et cetera, was really cool there. So I'll go with that because a lot of the places I'm thinking, I'm like, I don't know if that's the most amazing and or like how naturey it was. But I really, really love that, um, like that rainforest vibe and uh, the tropical vibe of that. And my side note, and then I'm going to let y'all go if y'all not gone already. Um, my side note is it's so funny because in a book I was reading last week, one of the characters, a guy, like, got on the girl. He was like, yeah, you're the type who, um, and I kind of thought about you too, but then I was like, oh, that's similar for me. He's like, you're the type that, like, if you ask, like, what's your favorite movie? He's like, it doesn't have to be. And she's like, I don't know how to pick because there's, like, you know, there's a lot of movies. Like, I hate that too. Favorite song, favorite movie. It's like, I don't, yeah. don't know. But he's like, it doesn't have to be the movie. It just needs to be a movie. Like what's a movie? Like you're like, you don't have to think so hard all the time about like, what's the thing for you. I thought about you. Cause you always for got sure. like four things <laughs> when we ask for one. And for me, I'm like, I just, I can't pick, but it's like, sometimes you just need to have an answer. Sometimes you need the right to have a right answer, but sometimes you just need to have an answer and it's okay to just say, you know, the first thing that comes to your mind or something that's relevant, even though there might be other things. So that's the rest of, uh, of that. I'm gonna let y'all go. Thank you for joining Carly's couch. See y'all next week. Peace out.